When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Membership day, one 300 Carlton to take advantage of their SEN exclusive member offer, which is as good as value as you're going to find at any AFL club. Um, if you become a three-game Carlton member, the club's going to double your access to six, and that's all for just $99. The coach is with us, the former Brisbane champion, Michael Voss. Vossi, thanks for your time. No worries. Okay, how are you, mate? I'm good. You had a couple of players play in the VFL last night and uh, by all reports, they got through unscathed, which gives you a couple of, uh, I guess, thought processes over the weekend about the, the 22 that you're going to pick. Yeah, it's nice just to get that extra uh, little game into them uh, for a variety of reasons. Um, it felt like we needed that extra hit out and um, certainly the game intensity was really good. So, um, yeah, we were able to uh, get a few things done on the back of it. Do you think uh, McGovern has done enough, Vossi? I know you, you put him on ice at three-quarter time last night. Yeah, he has, and that's obviously part of the thinking. Um, you know, there's obviously the the immediate time, and then there's a the long-term thinking um, with him as well. And, um, you know, so obviously we're, we're keen to get him through a, a full season of footy, and um, we'll continue to manage him where we need him. But uh, he certainly was able to get a bit of work in last week with some match practice and um, got some more in this week. Morning, Vossi. I want to take you back a step before we uh, we go forward, if you like. So last year you talked a lot in the off-season or the pre-season period coming into your first year about getting the contest right and working out how you want to get these big bulls uh, in unison in your midfield. And we saw that we saw that in spades, I think, the first eight to ten weeks of last season. Clearly there's been growth after another pre-season. What's, what's the target? What have, you, what have you assessed needed work? And, and just walk us through the build, if you like, as you charge towards a, a premiership opportunity. Oh, well, I mean, there's probably, when you are in the initial stages of um, building out what you want, um, there's probably little bits of everything that you want to improve. I mean, clearly, I was off the back of some really strong um, stoppage dominance and um, and obviously a contested ball. So um, that gave us great build position. Um, but we also knew that we needed to go to work on both sides of the ball. So it wasn't quite exactly where we wanted it to be. And um, to sort of pin it down to just offence or to pin it down to just defence um, wouldn't be a correct uh, assessment. Um, we still have to get better in a lot of areas to be able to compete against top four sides. So you've made some personnel changes. You just talked about McGovern uh, potentially playing that centre-half back intercepting role or uh, that, that high half-back role. Doherty, you've, you've flirted with using him through the midfield. Aside from the personnel changes, is it a drastic shift, the way you'll move the ball or the way you'll defend, or is it just tinkering? I've, Kingy, the biggest thing for us is throughout last year that showed up um, was our ability to do it consistently. And uh, um, it wasn't so much that... Um, you know, it wasn't so much about one particular area, but our ability to be able to, you know, do things like moving the ball out of our back half and doing some, some consistency and set up the ground with the roles and how we need to be able to set it up and be able to stick to the method that we want to be able to play around stoppage and how we exit out of those stoppages. And then when we get our chance in the front half to be able to ensure that we're more consistent with the way we defend the game. So we feel like we've got a really strong model there. We feel like we've got a model that's um, 
you know, that if we can execute really well, can and put us um, in a really healthy position. I think it's easy to talk about delaying stars and making sure they're absolutely cherry ripe before you bring them back into to AFL football and rushing them back. But now that Sam Walsh is doing a few things around the edges and joining in some main training sessions, how tempted are you and what, what are the timelines? <laughs> you don't want them sitting in the stables for too long, do you? Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. And just you get to look at them, but you can't, uh, you can't race them. But um, yeah, I mean, we've just got to be really um, with, with patient with Walshy and, um, you know, we're, he's still got a, a fair bit to get done before we're satisfied about where, um, where he's at. Um, He's certainly progressed really well because he's an absolute pro, uh, and the, and the temptation would, would be to accelerate that um, way too early. Um, but uh, we're going to sort of resist that urge and just ensure we follow the right way. Charlie Kerno's twenty six now, Vossi coming into his absolute prime off the Coleman last year. Has he scratched the surface yet of how good he can be? Well, I think with his timeout. Um, Kane, he's just you know the what he was able to do last year. I think even caught well caught me by surprise in the time out of the game and then be able to step in. Um, yeah, it was a credit to him really uh, because uh, you know and then go play every game was uh, was something pretty special. Um, you know, and he clearly does some 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 unbelievable things. He's a genuine talent. Um, I guess for him, it's about probably rounding out his game as much as out of anything else. Um, you know, just ensuring that he. Um, you know, can sort of still be part of that back five, back six. Oh, sorry, that forward forward six. Sorry, he's not going into defense. Um, <laughs> he's uh, you know being part of that um, forward six, forward seven. Take his turn when he needs to. Um, you know, not just being able to play deep either, but be able to take your opponent up the ground and then working back towards goal. Um, you know, there's sort of little things that he's working on his game just to round it out a bit. And Pitnet played last night and, and got through. I'm interested in the combination of huge. A lot of time for for De Koning, obviously, who's done a lot of the ruck work through your preseason games, but he's equally dangerous forward. Uh, will you go with two? Do you think, and, and can you afford to carry both? Well, it's a possible option um, that we need to be able to uh, that we can go to if we need to. Um, I'm certainly not limiting the options, that's for sure. Uh, and there's been certainly plenty of occasions where we've played both, and it's and it's worked very well. Um, so if we need to sort of play it, depending on you know, what opposition we're up against, um, the style of play that they have, then we will. Um, I guess one of the things we are able to last year is we got to look at a lot of, uh, look at a lot of different structures. Um, some of it was forced. Um, some of it we want to be able to experiment with. Um, so we'll continue to look at it. Um, but in terms of them being able to play on the same so- side, absolutely it can work. Mm. How do you uh, deal with a young player who's going to be offered massive, massive money, massive contracts? Um, we've seen already this week. The reported offer from Sydney for Tom DeCone. Vossi's used for, to it. Vossi's for, used to it, Conzi. For, for eight years. Oh, is it something that's, I don't know, like do these conversations happen, Vossi? Do you just leave it to the list management crew? I mean, do you address it with, with players such as Tom? Oh, you have to have conversations. Um, you're in, in dialogue. Um, you know, you get the perspective about where he's at and what he's trying to achieve in his football career. And, um, you know, obviously as a, as a coach, you're, you want to make sure that uh, you know there's not uh, there's not too many distractions as well. And um, more, more my interest with Tom is that you know he can go out there and be able to play the best he possibly can. And we're going to provide as much support as we possibly can because you know the reality is if he's playing really good football, that makes us a better football team. And um, you know he still really is determined to be able to maximise what that is for him and his talent. And he's had a great preseason. He's had a really good preseason. He's really healthy. 
um, you know, when you have conversations with him, he just wants to be able to get the best out of himself and he's pretty determined to do it and he doesn't want any distractions around it. So, you know, his intent is he's got his head down and we want to be able to support that and we'll put the resources around him to make that happen and, um, and then he's got to get to work. A little birdie, also known as M. Voss, told me you might be coaching from the bench this year. Do you want to run us through yeah. that, that decision yeah, yeah. and, and, uh, and why, why you think that may give you a small edge or another small advantage? I think just being able to be on the grass and talk to your players is um, you know, obviously a bonus if you're in that particular position to be able to do so. So, um, you know, and again, you talk about time. There's time for players to be able to, to execute. There's also time for coaches to become familiar with each other about what we're after. And, um, you know, we feel quite stable as a, as a coaching group. Um, you know, we see it, you know, see it, um, the group that I've got is um, huge support to me. Um, so they see the game really, really well. Um, and if you get to that point, um, then you, you can be afforded to be able to sit on the grass and just be able to interact with your players and, you know, take some feedback from the coaches upstairs. So opportunity to do it. So we'll certainly look at it. I'm looking forward to seeing how it goes and how long it lasts, how long you trust those blokes upstairs, Vossie. Well, but... yeah, you know, in behind the glass versus out on the grass, mate. There's a very, very different uh, set of behaviours, let me tell you. Wear the long socks <laughs> is my only advice. But uh, yeah, the, the other thing I was, go- I was going to ask you, so it's great for the marketing department and it's great for us outside looking in that Richmond play Carlton round one every year. Now, Richmond have been strong for a decade. Daunting. How do you sit with it? How do you sit with it from a football point of view? I know it's a big challenge for you. It's a huge build-up every year to open the season. Yeah. But it is that exciting, um, you know. Like I, it's, uh, and I probably, you know, most recently get the chance to be able to experience that, having not been, you know, in Melbourne and been able to experience that first game, you know, for pretty much my whole career, really, outside of being in the media and being involved in it. So. Um, so to be there last year was just a just this real sense of um, anticipation. Um, you know, I'm sure there's a bit of anxiety for a lot of people as well at the same time. But I oh, just be able to go to the MCG and know that there's going to be 90,000 people there and the build up and you want to play in these big games. Like it's just uh, you know every single player dreams about playing in big games and you know we get to kick off the season against Richmond. Um, there's plenty of history there, some for us, some against us. Um, and you've got to be able to take all that and put the energy into just being able to get your job done um, and uh, be able to play the right way. So, no, we're, we're enormously excited. Before we let you go, uh, how do you think the game will be adjudicated any differently from what you've seen throughout the preseason? They appear really red hot on, on holding the ball and, and insufficient intent to keep the ball in. Have you seen it that way? And, and can you shed any light on what the umpires have told you? No, well, the biggest one will be uh, no doubt the four umpires um, more than anything else and their positioning and what they see off ball. And um, But, you know, like I think that players have got a great way of being able to adjust the rules and, um, you know, they, and they'll do that. So, you know, I guess the spotlight becomes a little bit more on the extremities of the ground. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how the, the forwards and the backs um, go about that and how they mm-hmm. respond. Um, but then there's all these subtleties in interpretation. As we know, um, some of those interpretations can be quite fluid through the year. Um, that we've just got to be able to keep moving with and keep teaching our players. So I wouldn't say there's anything too significant, um, but certainly the four umpires, um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Boss, you can't wait um, for it to all get started. You're always generous with your time. Good luck for the season. Hopefully we can speak to you throughout. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Carlton Membership Day on SEN. As I said before, a three-game Carlton Membership and the club's going to double your access to six games. That's all for just $99.
And this time next week, Kingy, we'll have a game of football to dissect in Bowling, Carlton and Richmond. You got him in after Didn't that? Didn't have did them. He, did he get you over the line? <laughs> you are listening to Fireball <laughs> Friday. We will be back with a lot more still to come on the other side of this.